Hi, this is Bernard Zimmermann. And Philip Wurta. Welcome to our podcast series, Virtual Leadership Development, How to Master the New Normal. And a warm welcome from my side as well. In this series, we cover a range of topics that all have an influence or impact on leadership development and all its applications in a virtual context. In our 16th episode, we want to deepen the conversation about what we define as conscious listening. Let's just clarify for everyone what we mean with conscious listening. Bernard, most often we are not listening to what others are really saying, but rather to what we ourselves think they are saying. And there is a huge difference between the two. That is why most communication trainings distinguish between listening and active listening. In my experience in face-to-face -face workshops, even though on average 50% of people know what active listening is, most don't practice it, despite knowing about it. Yeah. In a virtual context, listening becomes even more important than in face-to-face, -face because the physical, technological, and space barriers make it even more difficult. Absolutely. We cannot overemphasize that enough. And really, if we don't overcome this, we can't expect to truly collaborate in the same way as in a physical setting. So today, and in our next episode, we want to explore our perspective of what conscious listening means and how to do that. The elements that we want to cover are curiosity, which we'll cover today, the levels of listening, which we will cover in the next episode, and how to ask questions also in the next episode. Okay, so let's start today with curiosity. So the first theme that I want to start with is how do we develop curiosity? And to develop curiosity, we need to build the awareness for it because we have the intention of being curious. But in my experience, very few people are actually inherently curious. We have the intention, mm. but we don't necessarily have the energy of curiosity. And again, in my experience, that can be built and we need to build that. So how do we build it? If we don't grow it, it's not going to happen on, on its own. And the challenge that we have to be curious is much stronger online than it is in face-to-face -face because we have to overcome the physical lack of connection to really establish a deep connection. Mm. And as you can imagine, if we don't have that deep connection, curiosity is not going to happen. Yeah. And as I said earlier in the introduction, normal listening doesn't lead to curiosity. We listen to our own self-chatter. Yes, that's also my experience. We talked about that in the preparation. Now, let's explore a bit about what you mean with self-chatter that keeps us away from uh, the curiosity. Well, and this is the same in face-to-face -face as in online. Except in online, it is a hundred times more difficult. You say something and I listen for the first three seconds to what you are saying. And after about three seconds, I start listening to myself chatter about what you are saying. And then I'm starting to react to myself chatter. And all I'm mm. doing is just waiting for you to shut up so that I can talk. Yes. And when I finally shut up, you start reacting. The same thing happens. You listen to the first three seconds, and then you start listening to your own self-chatter. It's normal. And I think, you know, what happens in the online setting as well, that is an additional challenge. 
that people sometimes feel they need to wait exactly for the moment that they can contribute. And that's, as a leader, you have to pay attention that there is the space for people to speak and listen to each other without being overrun by another contribution. Actually, it's even stronger than that, Bernard. You have to create that space, not just once, continuously and consciously, and really, really open it up. And if you have the sense that somebody is holding back, you have to ask them to mm. speak up or to answer. It's almost like a conductor doing that. In my experience, even participants who've trained in active listening don't practice it. It's something that I always check. So in a workshop, generally, half the people would say they've trained or learned active listening in other mm. workshops. And then when I ask them, who actively practices it every day? It is extremely seldom that even one person outs himself or herself as I actively practice active listening every day. It's just very difficult to maintain awareness and discipline at the same time. Mm -hmm. So active listening is on the doing level, what I do and how I do it. But what's really important is that we need to be on the being level. And that is why we talk about conscious listening, because conscious listening starts on the being level not just on the doing level. This is how we are able to create true curiosity. But true curiosity requires interest. And we need to create that space for the interest to appear. And we need to help create that behavior and pattern of behavior for true interest to start happening. Yes. And I think that's we we coming to the core we always come back to about the real connection. No for that interest to emerge, to foster curiosity, you need to establish, and I've said that before, you know, the space people feel that they not need to jump in and they can speak openly. You need to establish this safe space of what we call the circle of safety to allow the trust to happen for real connection. This space, the safe space you need to create for people to really feel that they can open, they can have a, a conversation without being interrupted, without trying to find a point that they can contribute. And we talked about that earlier, you know, we called it circle of safety from Simon Sinek, to allow trust to really grow strongly. And that is what you need for a good connection. The thought that just went through my mind, you know, we both took part in a workshop earlier this week. It's not about not making mistakes. Mistakes happen, we can learn from them. But my insight from what we were doing earlier this week was that if you establish trust, if the trust is strong, you can deal with all these mistakes without a problem. They mm. just disappear. That is what makes it a magical moment. Yeah. As you said, I've talked about this workshop. I remember when we entered the workshop, the flow, and we, we had the rules of engagement there. And something really great happened when we started in so in a very short exercise, but the rules of engagement, I think, changed the atmosphere in our virtual room. Don't you think? Yeah. You know, the thing that I noticed that jumped out at me, and I mean, I've done rules of engagement many, many, many times, but specifically yes. in this online sequence, what I noticed was that one person started talking about their vulnerability in the sense of, I don't like if people are disrespectful when they do this and this and this because mm. I shut down. Mm. 
And once that person had said that, every other person started bringing out their vulnerabilities, even a person that we thought would never do that. And that just created a connection and a space that, at least from my perspective, I was able to see throughout the rest of the workshop. Yes, so did I. I thought there was a magical moment how that opening up of one person brought the others in a more open space, kind of this circle of safety that yeah. people could trust uh, deeper. And there's something else, Bernard, you know, this space that we create, it's almost like if you create the space correctly, it becomes a vacuum. Tell me more. Within which people are almost enticed to bring up their vulnerabilities. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I think beyond that, when we talk about real connection, as a facilitator, a leader of the interaction, very practically, what helps people as well is that you know them by name, you use their names, and you bring people actively in. And really, when you're in the flow of the discussion, I think, at least from my experience, when you sense what happens, follow your intuition. What's going on at what levels people are listening? And that is your responsibility. You have to take ownership how the listening is evolving in the room. And you said it before, Philip, you know, it's like if everything goes well, like in our workshop, it's kind of a conductor role. You know? Yeah. Things go on and you only need to trigger things at, at a certain moment for people to continue live this deep connection. That's really very true because often we have the sense that if we're online, we need to direct everything. But if you create that space, people step in and they have fun doing it. And which means all you have to do is you have to watch and adjust and ask the right question at the right time. It's not that everybody is quiet and listens to you and only speaks when it's their moment. Downard, when we started this episode, I thought we'd be able to cover everything in one episode, but I just realized that we have much more depth to explore than we anticipated. Up to now, we talked about the being level and creating the space for curiosity to build. So maybe it would be a good idea to take a break here. What do you think? Yes, Philip, we covered a lot. Let's take a break. So let's give our listeners something to reflect on for the next episode. Before you listen to our next episode, here's a question for you to reflect on on your own experience. When you take part in an online meeting, how aware are you of being able to listen on different levels? And if so, how does that enable you to react on what you hear on these levels? That's it from me. And a big thank you from me as well. But finally, before we go, if you'd like to connect with us or share your insights and feedback, please feel free to do so either on linkedin.com Bernard Zimmermann at contact, that is C-O-N hyphen T-A-C-T, or Philip Gorter. We're both based in Germany. Or connect via email at philip at gorter.net or bernhard.zimmermann at contactinternational.com, that is C-O-N hyphen T-A-C-T hyphen international.com. We look forward to connecting in our next episode. Thank you and goodbye.